Hi, and welcome back to Elevator Talk with Michelle. For the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about learning to forgive. Specifically, we're going to be talking about the seven steps of forgiveness. Now, I know what you're saying, because I can hear you loud and clear. You're saying, but Michelle, you don't know what that person did to me. You don't know what that person said to me. You don't know what that person has cost me. And you're right. I don't know your story. But guess what? I don't need to know your story to know that we have to forgive. You see, when you don't forgive, all you're doing is eating away at you. You become bitter, you become miserable, you find it hard to trust people, and your life just becomes a true, forgive my language, you guys, shit show. Let me just keep it all the way real with you. Because the person that hurt you or did whatever they did, they have gone on with their lives. They're not thinking about you. They don't care about you. Chances are they probably don't even remember your name or what they did. So why sit around holding on to a grudge and, and, and whatever it is that they did and you just hurting yourself. It's time to let that stuff go. So to forgive and forget is what we all learned growing up. I don't know about you, but I remember hearing that growing up and, and it is something that technically we should be doing and I get it. It's not easy. It is not easy. So however, it's not quite that easy to do, especially when you're dealing with a lot of pain and suffering. Now to forgive is to heal and sometimes holding on to something is so much more painful than letting it go. Let me unpack that real quick. Have you ever had a situation where someone did something to hurt you and every time you thought about what they did, it brings up these ugly memories and it starts to hurt all over again? So that's what I mean by holding on to those things is sometimes more painful than letting it go. Because as long as you hold on to it and you keep bringing up those memories, that pain starts to cycle over again. And that means you've got to go through that whole cycle of whatever that is that you go through. And then eventually it'll pass or it's not going to pass. It'll settle. And then you'll think of that situation again. And then that whole cycle will have to come up again. Like I said, y'all are holding grudges against people that ain't thinking about you. They ain't thinking about you. They don't care about you. And again, they probably don't even remember your name or whatever it was that they did and or said. So there are four stages of forgiveness. Stage number one is hurt. Initially, you feel hurt and betrayed. And you might even feel some hatred towards the person or the persons that hurt you and or wronged you. So if you don't want this stage to linger, you're going to have to tell that person or those people how you really feel. That's another thing that I find that people who carry around hurt, they have never approached the person or the people that hurt them. And so what happens is, is you start to carry all that stuff inside of you and you never tell them that they did or said something that hurt you. Sometimes they may not even know that they hurt you. And sometimes they do know, but sometimes they don't know. And so you're walking around with all of that built, bottled up inside of you. What you need to do is let it out. Sit down with that person or those people and say, hey, do you remember when you did ABCXYZ or when you said ABCXYZ? Well, that really hurt. 
that that really hurt me deep down inside and it hurt me because and then you go on to explain why it hurt you number two there's hate so while hatred isn't a good thing never is it's a natural part of life that we all experience from time to time holding on to this hatred will only affect us hear what i'm saying holding on to the hatred will only affect us affect us that's me that's you that's all of us and not the person that hurt us let me put a pin right there so if if you've done something to me that caused me to hate you now understand this let me before i go on understand this i always tell people i don't hate anybody I may hate some things, but I don't hate anybody. And trust and believe, if I ever get to a point where I can say that I hate you, you have done something really, 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 really bad. I may dislike you, but I don't go around hating anybody. Because for me, hate is just such a very, very strong word. And I just, I personally don't care for it myself. So I tell people, you know what? I dislike this person, but I haven't gotten to the point of hating them. But I digress. So, again, holding on to the hatred, it only affects you. It'll only affect me. It affects us. It's not affecting the person that we have that hatred for. Because they skipped on with their lives. They don't care about you. That man or that woman hurt you. They know they hurt you. But guess what? They moved on with their life. They're with somebody else. And and they don't care how you feel. They don't care if you're walking around continuing to think about whatever that incident was. And while I'm thinking about you guys, real quick, if you all can hear, my lawn guy was supposed to have been here a couple of hours earlier. And so if you can hear the grass being cut in the background, I do apologize. Please forgive me, but I've got to get this podcast done because i got other things I need to do today. Now, getting back to my topic. So even the Bible tells us to hate the sin Come on now, and not the sinner. And again, I know you're saying, but Michelle, that's easier said than done. And sometimes it does feel that way. But when somebody hurts you in any way, shape, or form, I need you to hate the sin and not the sinner. And it's just like, I'm going to say this, and I promise you I'm going to move on because I don't want this to become a Sunday school lesson. But even when we do things that we should not do, God doesn't hate us. If I do something that I shouldn't do, or if I go someplace I shouldn't be, or if I haven't done something I should have done, God doesn't hate me. He hates the sin that I've committed, but not me. Just like when you sin, God doesn't hate you at all. God loves us. He loves us even when we don't do right. He just doesn't like the things that we do. So always remember that if God can hate the sin and not the sinner, then we, can, we too can hate the sin and not the sinner. Number three is the hook. So in this stage, you're hooked to the power you think you have over the other person. Let's put a pin right there. Because again, when you hate somebody, you think you have power over them because you hate them. But the reality is, is that you don't. You have no power over that person at all. You can't control them. You can't make them do anything that they don't want to do. So if you're walking around thinking, oh, they messed up, so now I have power over them, honey, think again because you don't. Okay? You begin to feel that by not forgiving, you are becoming even more powerful because you are drowning the other person in guilt. It's the same 
as as a, a as a sadistic pleasure. So let's break unpack that a little bit. <clears throat> okay, so let's say Mary Jane hurt you by cheating on you, whoever Mary Jane may be. And you think, and she comes to you and she says, look, I'm sorry, please, please, please forgive me. I had a moment of weakness or we had that big fight and we had a, a breakup and that's when it happened. Please, I'm asking you to forgive me. And you think that if you don't forgive Mary Jane and you dangle that guilt over top of her head, that you're controlling her, you can make her do whatever she, whatever you want her to do because she wants your forgiveness let me say this. I don't ever want anybody's forgiveness that bad that I'm going to allow you to try and control me. So let's let's be clear right there, right there. And I want you to live your life in such a way that you don't allow somebody to hang hang guilt over your head to try and control you. You're much better than that. In that situation, you say, "Look, I messed up. I I um I, I confess to it. I ask for your forgiveness. But if you can't forgive me, and let's just move on." Then I'm gone. I'm moving on with my life. Because what you will not do is is dangle that guilt over top of my head and think you can control me. The devil is a lie. But I digress again. So, again, if you think that holding guilt over someone's head is going to make them do what you want them to do and you now have control over them, sweetie, you don't. You do not. And if you're the, if you're the kind of person that does that, that, does that I'm asking that you stop doing it first of all it is not healthy it is not healthy at all because you cannot control people you can't make them do anything number four stage four is healing this is the last stage of forgiveness <clears throat> you must keep moving on from one stage to the next so that you can heal you and the person that hurt you both need to heal and forgiveness is all the medicine that you need it really is. Forgiveness is all the medicine that you need. And and I know what you're saying. You're saying, but Michelle, again, you don't know what that person did. You don't know what they said. Or you don't know what I did or what I said. And you're right. I don't know that. And I don't need to know that. But I do know that forgiveness is like medicine. Because when you choose to forgive, you feel like the weight of the world has been lifted off your shoulders. And you can now move on with your life. That thing or those things are no longer controlling you. And here's the key, y'all. Here is the key. Come closer. The key is that once you forgive, you can now move on with your life. They can do with it whatever they choose to. But you've forgiven them. And also remember, I've told you guys this before, that forgiveness does not necessarily mean reunion. I can forgive you, but that doesn't mean I want to hang out with you. That doesn't mean that we can go back to being whatever we were before. It just means I, I forgive you. Again, not for you, but for me. So you may be asking yourself, how can I get to the healing stage? Because I know whatever that thing is, it's probably so hard and devastating that you don't think you can ever forgive that person or those persons and so you're saying well how can I get to that stage well here is how you can do that step one acknowledge your pain don't just overlook the fact that you're hurting acknowledge the pain and the hurt that you feel in your heart be clear hear what I'm saying be clear of what is hurting you is it the action or the person 
because they're two different things. Now, it can be both, but you need to be clear about what it is that's actually hurting you. Is it what they did or who, who it was that did whatever it was they did? The first step to forgiveness is to get in touch with your feelings. And you really need to do that. Yeah, you know you're upset. You know you're pissed off and you're angry and all that other good stuff. But you've got to get in touch with your feelings because you've got to ask yourself, again, was it what they did or was it the person who did it? Because sometimes the person who committed whatever that act is, it's harder for you to move past it because it's that person. Someone that you love, someone that you cared about, someone that was close to you. And you think, wow, they would do this to me? And we've been through so much. It could be your spouse, your significant other, a sibling, a family member, a co-worker, a neighbor, doesn't matter. But sometimes it's the person that you're hurt by the most, not even so much as what they did. Step two, think before you make any decisions. Think about what caused you pain. Is it worth the effort? Before you decide not to forgive the other person, make sure you have considered all possibilities. And like I said, you really, really, really need to take some time to think before you make any decisions. Because at the end of the day, once you make that decision, you can't unmake it. Once those words leave your mouth, you can apologize all you want to, but you can't pull them back in. Once you do something, chances are you can't fix it. Now, if you break up with somebody, you all can get back together. But I'm, but there are some things that you do. It's just like when someone shoots or stabs or in some way kills someone out of anger. Think about your decision because now you've taken a life and you can't bring that person back. No matter how many times you cry, no matter whether you go to jail, you know, serve any time or, or have to or anything that results from that 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 act that you've committed is not going to bring that person back. They are gone. So that's why I always encourage people to think about your decisions before you actually do it. Because once you do it, you can't undo it. So really think about that. And step three, accept the past. You will have to. In fact, you should be ready to accept what happened in the past. Since you can't change the past, why hold on to the grudges you've been carrying around? This is one of the most important steps to forgive someone who has caused you pain. See, a lot of times I think people go through stuff and they don't want to accept what has happened. Take relationships for for instance. You've been married to this person, let's say 10, 15, 20, 30 years, and you can't accept the fact that that person divorced you five years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, however long it's been. You can't, your mind just won't, your mind and your heart, I should say, won't allow you to accept it. And and I get it. It's, it's, it's hard, but until you accept what has happened, You cannot forgive and you cannot move on. And as I said in the beginning, that person, even if even though they decided they didn't want to be with you anymore, they've moved on. And here you are, you're stuck living this miserable life 
because you have yet to accept the past. And also, until you accept the past, you are not going to be good for anybody else. Why? Because you've not accepted what somebody else has already done to you. And so chances are you're going to beat somebody else and you're probably going to do to them what was done to you. And that certainly is not fair. Step four, make a decision. You have been contemplating what you need to do. So now it's time to decide if you really want to forgive or not. Because you've been contemplating it. So it's time for you to decide if you are ready to forgive or not. Now I'm going to say this and I'm going to let you I'm going to move on. You can choose not to forgive. That's completely up to you. That is completely up to you. However, again, all you're doing is hurting yourself because that person has moved on. Again, they're not thinking about you. They're not thinking about that situation. Chances are they don't even remember you or the situation. But you've got to make that decision. You've got to decide right now whether or not you're ready to forgive. And you might say, well, Lord, I want to forgive. I just can't do it just this yet. Give me another week. Give me another month, another, uh, another, what I say, another day, another month, another week, or even another year if that's what you need, or a few months. But I'm, I'm ready to forgive, but I just need a little bit more time to be able to make myself do it. But you've got to make the decision to do it. Nothing happens until you make the decision to do it. Step five, make amends. After you've decided that you want to forgive, you will need to decide if you want to repair the friendship or just move on. Sometimes, as I said before, forgiveness doesn't always mean reunion. So again, forgive people, you make amends, But you're going to have to decide if you want to repair whatever that relationship was. It could be a working relationship, a marriage, you all were dating, your best friends, whatever it is. But you've got to decide if you want to, if whatever has happened is worth forgiving and repairing that that relationship. Or if you just want to move on. And don't let anybody, and I mean anybody, tell you that if you truly forgive, then you'll want to pick up where you left off or build on that relationship. Don't don't let anybody tell you that. At one time we had a women's ministry retreat and we were talking about forgiveness. And I made the comment that <clears throat> forgiveness does not necessarily mean that I want to have a reunion with you. I can forgive you, but I still don't want to be bothered with you because you've shown me who you really are. And you know that old saying, when people show you who they are, believe them. Yeah, you you show me who you are. So it's it's in my best interest. I'll speak when I see you. Hey, how you doing? If you said, hey, Shell, can you pray for me? Of course I can pray for you. Can you help me out? I need a ride someplace. If I can, if I'm going that way or if I can help you out, absolutely. But as far as us being close like we used to be, because I just, I don't trust you. I forgive you, but I just don't trust you. And so... Someone in my group who had these breakout groups said, well, because she's a uh, psychologist, I believe. And she says, well, if you really forgive someone, then you'll give them another chance and you'll want to continue being friends. So I said, well, you know, that's that's your perspective. And my perspective differs, differs from yours. I can forgive you, but that doesn't mean that I want a relationship with you anymore. Because like I said, once you show me who you are, oh, I believe you. And I'm just going to leave you be. 
And I don't believe, I truly don't believe that God is going to say, well, Michelle, I can't bless you because you won't have a reunion with that person. I truly don't because God knows in my heart of hearts that I've truly forgiven you. And like I said, if I see you, you speak, I'm, hey, how you doing? And we're just going to keep it on, but we don't need to hang out anymore because I don't trust you. Step number six, learn from forgiving. Always remember that forgiveness is always about you and not the person that hurts you. I told you all that. I've said that many times before. When you choose to forgive, you're not forgiving that person because you think that it's going to do something special for them. You're forgiving them. It helps you. It allows you to let that go. It allows you to go back to being the caring and giving and open person that you were prior to them coming into your life so that you don't mess up your chances with somebody else that comes along. Step number seven, truly and honestly forgive. This is the last step of forgiveness. This is where you finally forgive and heal yourself. And guess what? You don't have to tell anybody about it. You forgive yourself and you move on. You don't have to post it on social media. You don't have to go and tell the person that wronged you that, hey, that I'm truly and honestly forgiving. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to tell your family members, your children, nobody. You, you know it in your heart of hearts. Because you forgive them. And here's the other thing that I didn't talk about earlier. A lot of times we can forgive other people, but we forget to forgive ourselves. And until you forgive yourself, you are going to stay in the same pit of hell, if you will, that you've been in for a long time. Because you've forgiven them, but you can't forgive yourself. Guess what? I'm going to forgive me before I forgive anybody else. You make me mad and I go off on you. I can forgive myself for cursing and acting in such a way that's not pleasing to God before I can forgive you for what you did. Eventually, I will forgive you for it, but I can forgive myself. See, because I'm not walking around carrying this burden. I don't walk around carrying anything that I don't need to carry. And that's the problem with a lot of folks. You're carrying around stuff that you weren't meant to carry around. Why? Because you won't forgive yourself. Well, now I'm telling you, this is the time to forgive yourself. All of these steps that I share with you all will be in the description box. And I just want to say thank you so much for giving me some of your time to talk about how to, how to forgive. Because a lot of times people say, well, it's easy. I don't need anybody to tell me that. It sounds easy until you really have to forgive someone. And then that's when it becomes hard because you're like, God, where do I start? <laughs> you know, I cared about this person. And, and they did A, B, C, X, Y, to, X, Y, Z to me. How do I go about forgiving them? I can't just wake up one day and go, ah, oh, voila, I forgive. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. There's some steps that you have to take before you can get to that point. Because sometimes, I'll say this and I'm really going to let you be. Sometimes people jump up. And they're so quick to forgive that they haven't truly thought through everything that's happened. And then one day, they start to think about it. And they realize, wow, I jumped up just that quick and I forgave that person. But they, they actually did and said all these things. And now you're still hurt and you're feeling stuck. Why? Because you didn't take time to think through whatever it was that was going on. 
So take your time. Don't take too much time, but take your time. Pray about it. I do want to encourage you all to pray about your situation. Ask God to allow you to forgive that person so that you can walk around and have a life free of having to worry about them or that situation. Because again, I'm I'm telling you, it makes you a happier person because you're not walking around with this burden on your back that has you bent over and dragging to shuffle your feet to keep moving forward. Pray about it. And then when you're ready, let it go and become a better you. So if this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, I want to say thank you. I welcome you. If you've not already subscribed, please make sure you do that. If this is not your first rodeo, welcome back. I know it's been a while since I've done a podcast, you guys. And I tell you, I have just been so busy. (laughs) Please believe me, but I am back and I will be putting out a podcast every Saturday. So especially y'all, especially since the holiday season is almost around the corner. So I need you all to check check in every Saturday because as the holiday gets here, I'll be talking about some really, really great things. I have already come up with my 12 Days of Christmas podcast lineup. So I'm super excited about that. And for, I think November, I'm going to be doing something If I don't do well, it'll be it'll be on the subject of being thankful, of being grateful and all of that kind of good stuff, because we are going to be in the month of November. So just, you know, so many things to stay tuned for and watch out for. And of course, in the new year, we always have some stuff to talk about. So I'm super excited about that. Now, having said that again, you guys, thank you so much for giving me some of your time. You know the drill, you know the spill. I love you all to the moon and back. And there is nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing, that you can ever do to change that. Because I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to be here for you. And I want to do nothing more than to encourage you. Encourage you to be the best you possible. I want you to be the best you today than you were yesterday. And then when tomorrow comes, I want you to be a better you tomorrow than you were today. Every day, it's about growing and learning and becoming the best us that we can possibly become. Don't forget that you always can support my podcast. Just go on and there should be a link on there where you can do that. If you choose to, and for those of you that have, thank you so, so very much. If you want my cash app, I'll be more than happy to give that to you as well. But again, for those of you that have supported my podcast, my YouTube channel, all my content, I just say thank you. So please do me a favor because I'm trying to get the algorithm set up so that my podcast is being heard by more people. Like it comment share it all that other good stuff and i would greatly appreciate it now go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me i love you all and we'll talk again next week